0: Hey guys, welcome to the Days in the Wild Big Game Hunting Podcast. I want to take a minute to introduce you to a new organization called Howl for Wildlife. Howl was grown out of the necessity to have a fast-acting tool to focus the sportsman's voice on issues concerning wildlife management and hunting. It's Howl's goal to shut down any initiative that doesn't support sound management practices before it even makes it to the ballot, and certainly before it reaches the courtroom. I know I sound like a broken record, but we need to start looking at hunting as a community and not just an individual sport. And that means supporting all hunting, whether we engage in duck hunting or predator hunting or anything in between. We are all in this for different reasons. And unfortunately, it's this difference that will be our undoing if we let it. So we need to come together as one pack and let our diversity be our strength. We are a strong force if we band together, one voice, one howl. I want you to go to howlforwildlife.org, that's H-O-W-L for wildlife.org, and join there. There's no cost to you to becoming a member. Howl operates solely on donations, so it's completely up to you if you decide you want to send money or not. There will be no annoying emails, no newsletter advertisements, or money grabs, or anything like that. No drives. Signing up as a member just means that when there's an issue concerning wildlife management like this attempt on banning mountain lion hunting and bear hunting in Arizona, you will be called to stand with us and let your voice be heard. So, get out there, get on Howlful Wildlife, become a member, and join the pack. Thank you. Let's jump into this episode. Hey guys, this is a bonus episode of a conversation that uh, I had with Sam Ayers of the Wild Initiative. Um, he had me on his podcast and we had a really good conversation about conservation, how for wildlife, uh, some of the stuff that was going on in Arizona. And uh, it's just a good all-around podcast and I think it's uh, a good message for y'all to to listen to. So without further ado, everybody's got their little niche and it's an individual sport. But the problem is it's our biggest weakness. It's not on the ballot. It's not on the chopping block yet, but this is the first step to doing it. And that's what we're trying to do right here is get, get that knocked out. They want to stop the hunting of lions, bears and bobcats and bobcats. They don't realize the damage that they will do. Last year, we were instrumental in getting rid of the bear ban. We got 20,000 signatures in two and a half days. I don't care if you're a Democrat, I don't care if you're a Republican, Libertarian, Martian. Doesn't matter to me. If you care about wildlife and you wanna see things continue the way they're continuing, this is something you need to do. This is John Stallone with Days in the Wild and you're listening to The Wild Initiative.
1: Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of The Wild Initiative, brought to you as part of the Waypoint Podcast Network. All right, y'all. So hopping right into today's episode. Uh, this next guest, I think this officially makes him hand over fist the uh, most repeat, repeat guest I've had on the podcast. Um, I'd have to look back and see how many times I've had you on, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's back. Uh, we've got some important stuff to discuss, but, uh, John, thank you so much for hopping on.
0: Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Um, it's, you know, some important stuff we're going to be talking about today. Normally we're on here shooting the shit about, oh, not really. Actually, we did, we did a really good podcast. I've actually referenced that podcast several times, uh, on the, when we were talking about the Hunter Up initiative and a lot of this kind of goes hand in hand with that. So, um, that that might be one you want to link to this to this episode
1: yeah i'll definitely link back uh link back to all the podcasts we were part of but that hunter up one was definitely also super important information but i think i think this makes four four times you've been on the podcast maybe five i'd have to at least yeah i'd have to i'd have to look i'm curious now but uh i know i was like
0: one of your first guests actually
1: (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's it's weird man it just kind of feels like i've always been doing this but uh Thinking back to those days, it was a trip. Yeah, no, tell me about it. Well, I've
0: been doing it forever. Jeez, my dog's barking. Somebody's at my door. Sorry about that.
1: Oh, all good. Um, so uh, let's just dig right into the meat of this. I mean, let's, I don't want to, you know, we can shoot the shit all day long, but let's get right into the meat of this. Um, Humane Society is uh, there's basically setting up a coordinated attack. Uh, during this open comment period uh, on the hunting regulations in Arizona. And, um, you know, first and foremost that, you know, I, I want to call this out because I don't want people that say, Oh, I'm never going to hunt Arizona to just shut this off immediately. Like, right. I want to, before we even get into it, I just want to call this out. Every battle we lose, frees up resources for, groups like the humane society and PETA and all these other people freeze up resources for them to then attack something that may be relevant to you. I mean, it's the oldest, oldest yeah. scene in the book, the, you know, uh, you know, I wasn't a, I wasn't a lion a hunter. So I when they came that. for the lion hunters <laughs> I referenced
0: you about that today, actually, I talked to somebody else and I referenced that it's, but you know, here, here's the other thing too. It, it, it also sets precedence. Mm-hmm okay so they can say oh look look what we did in arizona or look what we did in california we we got rid of mountain lion hunting and the deer herds better for it. like no it's not but they can't do that because their science doesn't back it up but they'll say that and mm-hmm. they'll use that um the other thing is once they've gotten the foot in the door it opens up the can it opens up a can of worms for other things basically so we it's so important and this is what we talked about on that hunter initiative hunter up initiative is we have to be united we have to. i know it's such a tough thing because yeah the elk hunters the deer hunters you know the predator hunters the duck hunters the wing shooters the sheep guys everybody's got their little niche and it's an individual sport but the problem is it's our biggest weakness and the other side knows that is that we're so divided so to speak in between us because we don't really we don't really lock arms about anything right because we all have our own little niche and if it you know a guy in south carolina who hunts whitetail and hogs doesn't give a shit about a guy in you know in new mexico or montana who hunts elk right like it doesn't that doesn't affect me why why should i care but it does affect you because like we were saying it sets precedence once they win in one state they go to another state and and what happens is as soon as they start opening up the door and and like well let me back up a little bit something about i don't know how to put it there's no there's no, i'm just gonna rip the band-aid off hunting exists because of greed okay it does because it's a large money-making machine. And the government doesn't want to see it go away because of that. But if there's enough squeaky wheels, they're going to start appeasing the squeaky wheels. right? And if those squeaky wheels figure out a way to replace the income somehow, some way, I don't know how they would even do it, but then we won't exist. So we need to be relevant all the time. We need to stick to our guns. We need to hold on to anything and everything possible that we possibly can. And, and to do that, we have to be united when it comes to stuff like this. You don't have to be into bear hunting. You don't have to be into predator hunting. You don't even have to be into... I don't, it doesn't matter. You just need to be a hunter and understand that there's another guy out there that loves hunting. It's just a differing hunting just as much as you do. And... He's your friend, you know, and I know it's such a tough thing because we have such competition. You go out in the field, you run into other hunters. You're like, fuck, there's other guys here. Damn it. You know, it's so, it's such a competitive thing and it's going to become more competitive because it's going to get harder and harder and harder to do. So you're going to be competing for a smaller chunk of the pie. And that's why we can't lose anymore. And that's why it's important that we keep on doing what we're doing and, or excuse me, not keep on doing what we're doing. We need to keep on supporting each other when stuff like this comes up. So that being said, whether you hunt in Arizona, you don't hunt in Arizona, or you plan to hunt in Arizona, this is important to you.
1: Which I do want to say one thing, let's face it. If you're not planning on hunting in Arizona you you're I don't think you're that smart regardless uh yeah you know it's come on it's awesome
0: <laughs> it is. Arizona is an awesome place for sure
1: oh um, honestly i haven't
0: been to i haven't been to another state that I didn't think was awesome so there's there's opportunity and wonderment and adventure in every every state, even the flats flat states man like it doesn't even have to be a western hunt I've been all over the eastern seaboard all over the south. Uh, been a lot of places in the Midwest and I mean, it's just, it's just all different and it's an adventure and it's something to enjoy and cherish. And that's what I'm fighting for.
1: So, you know, hopping right into this now, um, right now we're in the open comment period for uh, the Arizona hunting regulations, effectively right. what they do every year. And uh, why don't you explain kind of what that is, what's going on with that? Sure so every five years the by
0: law the arizona game and fish are going to evaluate the current regulations and rules and they have an open comment period from january 1st to the 31st so we're a little bit behind the ball here so we got to get on it and and show force very quickly Um, what's going on is these anti-hunting groups are making comments underneath the radar and no, because we don't know. We don't know that something's going on. They don't, we don't know that they're sending emails and they're sending emails. So on January 31st, when the commission goes and opens up the emails and they see 2,000, 3,000 emails from anti hunters saying, we want you to ban, you know, uh, sport hunting of lions, bears, and bobcats, then they have to, because there's no comments from us saying, we want this. And that we believe in this type of management tool, uh, so on and so forth. They have to now begin the process of possibly removing those because public, the public wants it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I mean it's it's, it's not w- on the ballot, it's not on the chopping block yet, but it's this is the first step to doing it, and that's the that's what we're trying to do. That's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do right here is get get that knocked out and. Um, I, I can see you want to say something, but real quick, I have, I'm have i on the board and I've been part of a, a, a new organization. And I told you about this a little, a little while back, Howlful Wildlife. Howlful Wildlife is spearheading this. This is what it was designed to do. Um, it is an organization that specifically deals with management wildlife management and hunting and fishing uh, as, it is, as it relates to hunting and fishing. Okay. So what does that mean? So anytime there's a ban of, of hunting that doesn't meet a scientific goal, like you can, you can understand if an animal is getting extinct or whatever, you know, fine, that makes sense. But if it's going to hurt hunting and it's going to hurt wildlife then we're going to go after it and how the the premise behind how is you you become a member there's no no fee to become a member there's no membership fee you're not going to get monthly newsletters or you know constant emails we're not going to ask you for for money and so on and so forth. Yes, it does run on donation if you and if you make great make a donation great if not it's fine the only time you will get an email from howl is when something like this comes up and we need you to stand up with us um so and the reason why it's called howl is because we want to come together as a pack and give one loud voice and you know nip it in the bud basically and uh <laughs> and basically get it before it gets to the courts before it goes to the ballot box um, and if it gets to the ballot box and, you know, we have other things, other tools and so on and so forth. But the main goal is to eliminate, eliminate the threat before it gets that far.
1: And that's uh, just because it uh, it doesn't necessarily pop up when you just Google search for it. It is howlforwildlife.org. Correct. Uh, to make sure to check that out because there's another older website that's, uh, uh, well, it's not exactly what we're looking to uh, promote right <laughs> also has co-opted the name but uh yeah that's howlforwildlife.org. um so you know kind of what I, what I was gonna say is this comment period it, the big problem we have is you know we see the you know the regulations year after year we're pretty happy you know maybe you want something small to change whatever it is but generally you know you're not you're not going in and commenting on. The things you want to keep
0: there right. you like you would have n- exactly there's no there's no indication of why why would i go comment because you're happy with status quo
1: exactly like i'm not gonna uh, you know Montana opens up our comments. I'm not going to sit there and be like, yes, I would like to keep elk hunting. I would like to keep mule deer hunting. I would like to keep pronghorn hunting. I would like yes. to keep upland game hunting. I would like to keep like, it's <laughs> exactly. like, really? It's going to be a long freaking email. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh. and, and you can't do that. You know, they're going to get annoyed eventually. And going to <laughs> but that's why. So I'm, I'm going to put mm-hmm. this out there. We are looking for liaisons in each state, somebody that could keep their finger on the pulse. Of what is going on, uh, we have somebody in California. We're talking to people in Arizona now, and uh, we're talking to somebody in New Mexico. Um, so, we we'll definitely need all the other Western states, especially. Uh, but I would like to do this for the whole country, and that liaison would be like, "Hey, guess what? They're coming after us for this in this state." And I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring this up. We're not dealing with, so like we just dealt with trail camera band and stuff here in Arizona and Utah, trail camera band. We're, we're, Hal's not going to get involved in stuff like that. That is not our focus because it doesn't really uh, deal directly with wildlife management. And that's our, that is our goal, you know, to deal directly with the wildlife management, science based wildlife management, stuff that is not a people problem or an emotional issue. So,
1: you know what I mean? And that's having that is, is so necessary because like we said, you're not going to go in and comment on everything you want to keep. It's just, it's impractical. And you know, when you have, have groups like the humane society, the, um, which is the, the most ludicrous name I've ever heard, but that's it. They don't do a goddamn
0: thing for animals, man. Not a I, single one with all, all the money that they spend is on, Excuse me, I keep getting the hiccups. All the money they spend is on litigation and is spent trying to break our, our balls. Seriously, that's what they do. They they make billions of dollars a year. And it, all the money goes to hurting you and me. That's their only goal in life. They do zero, zero. You wanna, if they took that money and they put it into Habitat and they put it into building water holes and you know transplanting uh animals and doing dude you know how awesome that would be this that we'd have the Mecca the country would be full of animals everywhere mm-hmm. but no they chose their route is to break our balls excuse my friends for that's what they do hey. <laughs> you know um you know and and the the crazy part about it is that they don't they're, they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. They mm-hmm. want to stop the hunting of lions, bears, and bobcats and this thing. And they don't realize the damage that they will do by doing that. So last year in Arizona, we took 320 lions. 320 lions equates to about 16,000 big game animals saved. Okay? We have... There was a study done here uh, in the early 2000s that said our carrying capacity, a healthy herd of lions should be somewhere between 1100 to 1800 lions. We are at 2500 lions a year. Okay. So we're well above the carrying capacity. So even if we took more than 320 plus... Let me back up a second here. The Arizona fishing game has a threshold. We can only take and the the number's a little wishy-washy, but I think it's 354. We can only take 354 lions. So, even if we took the max that we could take, we're not even putting a dent in the lion population. Not even a dent. Okay? 2500 lions takes about 130,000 Undulates a year that's elk deer, javelina that's a lot of dead animals, right, and if you leave that and you let that go unchecked, you know the the their mantra is, oh well, before man interrupted, you know, and everything was honky dory and like but the problem is there is eight billion people in the world now, okay. That might have been true when there was half a billion people in the world or a billion people in the world. Hell, when I was a kid, there was only 4 billion people in the world. 45, 4.5 billion. Now there's 8. It's almost doubled in 40 freaking 5 years. Almost doubled. (laughs) And we have our hands in everything. We consume everything. So we got to be conscientious about conservation. That's why the word is conservation. We have to you know, give and take with everything and everything needs to be managed just so, so that it continues to go. If you let the, the predators go unchecked, right? Let's say you let both go unchecked. Okay. And in their perfect world, if you let both of them go unchecked predators and prey, the predators would knock the prey down so far until there wasn't enough for them to feed on. And then they would die off. And they would just keep going there, start to the cycle, going back and forth, back and forth until eventually five, six decades from now, it might level out, but that's only in those areas where like, we're talking about wilderness areas where man doesn't have an impact. Think about it. Where, where's there not roads? Like where's there not some, it's very, you know, and it's only out here in the West, right? You go back East, you go to the Midwest, there is none, zero, absolutely zero places that are not touched by man in some way, shape, or form. You know, small national forests, quote, my air quotes right there. You know, you have your to a national forest in like, I don't know, Kentucky or something? It's like five square miles. I mean, I'm being I'm being a little... I'm, and I'm not trying to beg on Kentucky. I'm just... Pulling shit out of my ass <laughs> for now. To be honest with you, but they're not. It's not what you know. What a what our national forest is out here, right? That's my point. It's not a big, vast, expansive area where you can say, okay. So if you want to be in a place, that you want to live in a world where animals only exist in these small pockets where they're untouched by man, then go go that direction. Right? Don't stick with the North American wildlife um conservation model because guess what the whole world wishes they did what we did the whole world i listen to podcasts in canada i listen they always constantly constantly refer to the united states and how we do things because they wish they do it like that over there they don't they're always behind the eight ball with money always behind the eight ball with money they're wildlife conservation efforts are always lacking in funds because they don't do what we do. The rest of the world, animals are privatized. Mostly. There isn't public domain. So if that's what you want, that's the route you want to go, like, okay, like get on board with HUSIS, right? Or not get on board with HUSIS, as a hunter, I know you're not going to get on board with you. I know none of your listeners are going to are going to do that, but they're going to sit on their hocks and not do anything for Arizona right now, which is the same goddamn thing, in my opinion. So I, I challenge your listeners to stand up and start their own new initiative right now and say, I'm going to lock arms with my fellow hunters, whether I'm a predator hunter or not, whether I'm a duck hunter, whatever the case may be. I'm going to join Howl for wildlife. And every time there's a, you know, one of these bands that come up, I'm going to put my name in the hat and that's all they're asking of you. It's like, it takes 35 seconds of your time to say, Hey, I'm John Smith and I approve this message. That's all you're doing. Right.
1: <laughs> it's, you know, it's wild to me. Cause I, you know, we're sitting here talking about this and you know, you think about how much these companies make, Uh, you you know, whether it's uses or, you know, PETA or, you know, I mean, these countless other, you know, uh, animal welfare organizations. Um, and the funny thing is if, if they actually took all of that money and put it, as you were saying, you know, put it into wildlife, Mm -hmm. they'd actually probably have a better chance at getting rid of hunting (laughs) by doing that. Absolutely. But not going to do that. Well yeah, I mean it'd be really
0: hard for uh make the money they're making. Oh yeah. It's a five oh one three C, but they're making money, I guarantee you, because guess what? People need to get paid salaries. Go look and see what the salaries are of the of the people on the board.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure it's uh you know, I from this this I don't know how accurate this website is, but it's saying uh their CEO is uh two hundred and fifty thousand. Um over two hundred and fifty thousand, quarter of a million dollars a year. Yeah, um, and that's just the salary. Think about all the. Oh yeah, the,
0: the table kickbacks and all the bullshit. I well, guarantee I mean, you, countless guarantee you that person doesn't live in a in a little shitty house. That is a guarantee. He oh, probably yeah. shows up to work in his Tesla every day, and uh, you know, I. <sighs> It's a very dirty business. It's a very dirty business. And if you really knew, and I don't really want to get into this, but because I don't... I know enough to be dangerous, but I don't know all the nuances of it. So I don't want to speak out of context. But I know that there's laws written. Uh, One of them happens to be... It's like our homestead law that they use and the best part about it is that law allows them to use the government's money to fight us. So even though they're getting all these billions of dollars and millions and billions of dollars from donations and you know throwing commercials with the cute kittens and blah 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 on the TV screen and doing all this stuff and getting big big name uh, entertainers involved in all this stuff, all that money that they're getting, they're not even having to use all of it for what it's meant to be used for. Where is it going? Cause they're using our money, taxpayers money. They're using the guy that they're fighting. They're using that person's money. Okay. To fight us. And I don't really, I don't remember how the law works and I, I would love, I wish I was prepared to, cause I wasn't prepared to talk about this. We kind of went down that tangent here, <laughs> but I wish I had that information in front of me um, because it's, it's frightening. It's pretty shitty. And, you know, if we weren't, like I said earlier, if we weren't such a large industry that uh, produced money in so many different niches, like, you know, travel, lodging, ATV sales, truck sales, and that that's like all these like, parallel things that make money off of hunting. And then there's the actual hunting industry itself, like, you know, manufacturing of hunting gear and, and, uh, and guiding and, you know, all that good stuff. I mean,
1: it's an infinite number of, of really tendrils is. that kind of go out and tie right. into different things. Right. Think uh,
0: about all the things you do in a year and, and the expenditures that you make, and how many of them tie back to hunting somehow oh yeah like you go buy a jacket and you're like you know what i think i'm going to buy the green one just in case i'm going to use it next time i go into the mountain Right? mm mm-hmm. right i mean mm-hmm. it, it's 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 ridiculous uh, i know because i spent a fucking ridiculous <laughs>
1: <time hunting> <laughs> <here>. <laughs> and
0: if my wife only knew exactly how much it was i'd be in trouble
1: um so so I just uh, kind of hop back to this really quick. I just found a stat here that says almost 5% of the employees of the Humane Society, 5% of their employees make over 100,000. Yeah. It's insane. That is insane. Yeah. No, I know. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy.
0: But it is what it is. And um, until we can make them obsolete, and I don't, I don't even know how that, that's even possible. But until that happens, we got to keep fighting and we got to fight smart. We got we to play. And I'm not saying we got to play dirty like them, but we got to play with the same set of rules in a way um, and not continue on. So the current model is very slow moving. All these other hunting organizations out there, they're excellent. You know, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Mule Deer Foundation, uh, Ducks Unlimited, etc. They do great work, but they're best suited and their main focus originally was and is really habitat uh, acquisition, development, and propagating the whatever species it is that they're, you know, they're part of and. So when things come up, it's a very slow moving thing. So even the, even the people who are geared to fight the other side, like Sportsman's Alliance and Boone and Crockett Club, stuff like SEI, those, yeah. those are all very, very necessary organizations, but they're very slow moving and they're very, they're, MO is let's wait till it goes to the courts and then we'll fight it there. You know, I don't, I'm a part of all those organizations and I will continue to support them. We need them uh, because they lobby, they do very important work. But my plan is not necessarily my plan, but Howell's plan is to get a lot of this stuff taken care of before it even gets that far. Use the voice of the hunter show them that we are strong when we are when we are together when we lock arms our voice is loud our voice is strong and knock the shit out of the park and then that rare occasion that it it goes to the next level that's when the big lawyers could come in what we're going to do is we're going to free up a lot of that money and we're going to have a lot more money to fight things when it gets to that level. And, you know, hopefully those other organizations will, will kick ass.
1: So what, uh, how can people comment? How can people send in their concerns and, and, okay. So the, the best way to do it
0: right now is to go to howlforwildlife.org sign up, as a member, then click on the take action and I will give you this link so you can put it in your show notes. Click on the take action and you're going to see the Arizona lion and bear and bobcat band. Click on that and then you put your name and your email there. Click it again and boom. What that's going to do is going to sign you up for a wildlife so that anytime in any state that one of these things comes up, you'll be notified about it. And Two, by doing the actual action of putting your name and your email on the ban itself, that is going to put you in for the petition that says I approve this message. But it's also going to send an automatic email from you to the Game and Fish that says, uh, and there's different variations of there thereof. It's gonna, but basically, it's going to say I support science-based wildlife management, and I do not. Agree agree with the ban for mountain lion bear and uh, bobcat hunting very short and sweet it does what it needs to or if you don't want to do that you can go and there is a email um there's actually two emails but the best email is az hunt guidelines at azgfd.gov Guidelines at azgfd.gov that will that if you want to send your own email direct to Arizona Fish and Game Department that would be the way to do it and either way it's gonna uh take care of the situation um the one good thing about going through how it will fall out the two good things for well going through how for wildlife is you will be um like I said, signed up to get notified the next time there is another band in a different state, possibly your state, possibly what you like to hunt. Um, and you're also signing the petition and the petition, we are gonna hand them the names. So just a little quick background. like last year, we were instrumental in getting rid of the bear ban in California. We got twenty thousand signatures. In two and a half days, and it was literally on the ballot. It was on the ballot. We handed them that, and they were like, "Screw it, let's take it off the ballot. This is stupid. This is not what the public wants." You know, who cares about the two thousand emails we got from Houston? You know, twenty twenty-five thousand people don't want this. Yeah, this is what our constituency wants. And that's what we need. This is not, this is not a political thing. It's apolitical or bipartisan, however you want to put it. We we just care about wildlife. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican, Libertarian. You know, Martian doesn't matter to me. Just <laughs> if you care about wildlife and you want to see things continue the way they're continue, and you're a hunter and you want to keep on hunting for the rest of your life and your kids to hunt, and your grandkids to hunt. This is something you need to do.
1: I'm telling you, it's important. So, all right, well, folks, make sure you are checking out howlforwildlife.org. Check out that Take Action page; it's right up there on the top of the website. Uh, get that petition signed. Get that email sent. Um, if you're not going to, if you're not going to sign up for how for Wildlife. Make sure you send out that email to azhuntguidelines at azgfd.gov. Again, I'll have all of this linked to on the show notes page. It's going to be the wildinitiative.com slash 225. This is important stuff, guys. Like, you know, it's easy. I I get caught up in it too sometimes. You know, life gets distracting and you think like, uh, you know, whatever. There's going to be plenty of other people to do this. Right. Exactly. It's, it's easy to get in that mindset. Like I've been there. I get it. But. Well, I'm going to tell you this. This is critical. No excuses.
0: I own three businesses. I have three children, a wife. One of my businesses, I'm a guide. I do the podcast. I write for a magazine. I, I don't know very many more guys that are busier than me. Is what I'm trying to get at. You got to find time. Because if it's something you love, then it's gonna go away or at least a portion of it will go away at some point in your lifetime, definitely in your children's lifetime. So make it a priority. you know you gotta my, my dad always told me you gotta make time because you know it's not it's not gonna get any better, right? And right now this is an important thing to get done before the 31st so it really t- honestly it takes about 45 seconds so it's not really that much time we're not asking a whole lot of you seriously
1: so. don't tell me you're passionate about hunting don't tell me you love hunting if you can't find you know uh, 30 60 seconds yeah. out of your day to do this right a- 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 if you're listening to this podcast shut it shut it the hell off right now before we even get to the fucking end don't listen to my outro i don't <laughs> care like go do it right now like yeah <laughs> you know do i do i just need to like add 60 seconds of silence in here or something there you go <laughs> like,
0: okay moment of silence everybody do it now
1: okay but seriously, like I mean, you know, I'm I've got it up right here. This is this window's going to be staying open, you know, until uh, until I get this email sent and everything. Um, but you know, is there is there anything else uh, you want folks to know? Make sure they check out.
0: Just be good to each other, man. Like I know it's it's difficult. I I fall prey to it myself a lot. Like I said. It sucks when you show up to your hunting spot and there's somebody, some other dude there. Um, yeah, we're all, oh, we're all. Doing oh, trust this. me,
1: I've been in the, tr- I've been in the truck with you. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know it. You know I get we, We've but, both, we've both been there. But uh, it's just, you know, that shit aside, we, when it comes to the important stuff like this, we need to stick together. That's all. I just keep, I can't hit that at home enough. So, but I thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to me rant. And thank you, Sam, for having me on. I appreciate it. The more people we can reach, you know, share this, um, share this episode, um, or at the very least share the link to your friends, uh, your hunting buddies
1: and say, Hey, listen, this is important. You need to do this. So awesome. Well, yes, I will make sure to also push this all the hell over all of the outlets that i can uh get that information up so uh hopefully we'll see hopefully we'll see a large surge uh once you open this up so yeah i hope so <laughs> all right man thank you appreciate it